Hello, I'm Janie and welcome to Suddenly Solo. This is my podcast all about my journey to rediscovering myself and reimagining my life as a solo parent. Um, I do record this at home, so if you hear dogs snoring or barking, that is why. And if you wish to connect with me, I would love to chat with you. You can find me on Instagram at magicandmedicine underscore or over at magicandmedicine.co.nz. Thanks for listening. Hello, how are you? I hope you're having an um, incredible day and that you are getting some pockets of peace and time for yourself in this crazy lead up to the festive uh, season where everything just sometimes seems to accelerate as you try and organize family time if you're able, um, if you're in an area where you're still allowed to socialize. Um, Organizing gifts is all very stressful this time of year, I find. Um, I used to love Christmas, especially when my children were younger and when I was younger. And now I'm kind of like this, (laughs) like a Christmas Grinch. I kind of don't like the fact that we have to be told to spend a day with our family, that we have to be told to get people gifts. And I would just so much rather that these sorts of days and the the idea of of loving on your family and friends and buying them gifts and lavishing them with your time i would much rather that become like an organic just a day because you were inspired and you felt like spending the day doing that rather than it being right it's december 25th and this is what we do um cuz it, it kind of sucks the joy out of it um, but that's my thoughts. <laughs> that's how I'm feeling about Christmas this year. And to be honest, Christmas, uh, the kind of, it, it changes in, for me, I've found it changes in feeling and in dynamic when you're a solo parent, like it's completely different. Um, and I don't know whether that's because there's a little, uh, uh, a partner-shaped hole in your Christmas, or whether it's just harder. I, I'm not. I haven't quite delved into that. Um, but yeah, I hope whatever you're up to this year, that you you're finding a little bit of joy and peace, um, and that if you're able to socialize and get together with family and friends, you're able to do so in a relaxed and enjoyable manner. Um, I am now officially on holidays for the next six to eight weeks. I haven't quite worked out how much time it is all off, um, all up, but I think it's about six to eight weeks and the kids are home with me. They're all off school. Um, Unfortunately, because of border restrictions and travel restrictions, they can't see their father because he doesn't live in the same country. Uh, So they can't travel to go see him like they usually would. Um, And I'm sure that's very hard for him and it's hard on them. I know that they've they've missed not only having that break away from their everyday routine, but of course seeing their dad and their friends over um, that they've made over in the country that he lives. So it's going to be a different kind of holidays. We haven't got any concrete plans. There's nothing like set in stone as to what we're doing. I haven't even decided what we're doing Christmas Day yet. Um, 
it's going to be very much going with the flow, doing some day trips here, there, um, going to the beach and the river and kind of just, I guess, seeing how we feel on the day. And part of that is because, as I've mentioned before, I'm, I'm writing a book and I've signed on to do this and I really want to get a lot of content done during the school holidays because I have this big chunk of time and I realized with immense gratitude the other day that I am actually in the perfect time and the perfect place to do this. Like how many times have we wanted to create something or do something and we've been like, I can't, my schedule's too busy, I can't find the time to do that, I can't stretch myself that far, or I can't, I don't have the financial resources or just the energetic resources to do that because of everything that's on my plate, or my children are too young and I they need too much of my time, or my relationships need this time and input, you know, there's all these things vying for our time and attention um even space like I don't have enough space in my home to set up a spot where I can devote myself to painting or writing or creating music whatever it is that you want to do and I just realized the other day that I am in the perfect perfect spot the perfect timeline right now for writing this book because my children are old enough to entertain themselves. I don't have to worry about them. I could literally lock myself away for the next eight weeks and as long as they had food, they'd be fine. <laughs> food and internet, they probably wouldn't notice that I'm not <laughs> around. Um, I have the resources, the energetic and monetary resources to spend this time. I'm able to take a break and write. I have space in my house that I am able to set up. I've set up an entire room just for me. It's got everything I need. It's got my books that I find inspiring. It's got my plant medicines, my flower essences, my essential oils, my crystals, my tarot decks, my... Um, oh, I'm totally blanking on what they're called. The singing bowls, like all of those things. So I can literally... And it's close to the coffee machine. And I can open up the doors and bring nature in you can probably hear the fish tank in the corner so it's got like this water filter thing that actually sounds quite soothing it sounds like a water fountain that's the fish tank if you can hear it <laughs> but you know it's all these elements that the breeze comes in just right in this particular room the sun it doesn't get too sunny but it gets enough sun and like I said I can open up the doors and bring the garden into my into my workspace I can it's comfortable like you know I can come down here in the morning. This is my plan anyway. Because I find if I can come down in the still part of the morning. Um, mind you, not super early because I don't do super early. But just when it's the house is quiet and everyone else is doing their own thing. And if I can have a cup of coffee, just sit, maybe read a few um, pages of a book. And it kind of primes the creative well. And I start getting all these thoughts. Um... And usually I can't act on these thoughts because then I have to launch into my day and I have to get housework done or run errands. And I thought, you know what? I can do this. I can come downstairs. I can shut the door. I can make my coffee. I can sit, can read. I can get into that creative zone. And then I can just type all the thoughts, um, type it out and get a, a large chunk of writing done, a large chunk of content. And then 
I'll still have time because there's nowhere to be and nothing to do and no expectation. And at like 10 a.m. in the morning or 11 in the morning, I can then go about my day and, and get the housework done and still spend time with the kids and, and catch up with friends and, and do all those things. So it's, I think it's going to be perfect. And I really am so grateful and so appreciative that I, like I said, have the time and space to do this right now because I mean, I've never written anything before and here I am going to do these two books. Um, one that's all mine, all my thoughts, all my words, and one that is, you know, I'm one of 12 authors in a collab book. So slightly different structure and feel to that one. But I've never written, really, you know, beyond a few articles f- um, for a magazine and my own blog posts and my own journals. Like, I haven't, I haven't, found my writer's voice and really used it a lot before you know the last time I wrote consistently was when I was a child (laughs) and then I was always if I wasn't reading or sitting outside in nature I would be writing stories creative stories so it was kind of like a full circle moment for me too because I loved writing and I used to think I'd become a writer um, as a child so it's kind of cool as my adult self to look back at what I wanted to do as a child and find myself doing that thing. Um, but, you know, I, as I'm finding my, my writing style, I really want for people to pick up the book. Sorry, I didn't put the drawer on the latch and it just banged close. But I really want people to pick up the book And even if the writing style um, is a little bit choppy in places or not as eloquent as what I was hoping for or, you know, whatever excuse you can think of, like I want the energy of the book to be one of, like you've sat down and you're having a cup of coffee or a cup of tea with somebody who loves you dearly. That's what I want you to feel like. Oh, <laughs> I'm making myself cry thinking of the idea of someone picking up my book and reading the words. Excuse me. That's what I want you to feel when you pick up that book. Like I am sitting with you and we're chatting and I'm just bathing you in love essentially and reflecting back how fucking amazing you are through my words and my experiences. Okay. (laughs) Compose myself. Um, This book is going to be a very spiritual one because spirituality has always been a big backbone of my life. As a child, I loved folk and fairy tales. I loved reading mythology. I loved reading about different cultures and their thoughts on religion or spirituality, their take on the creation story and their heroes' journeys, you know, the different cultures. And I love that. I feel like it shaped so much of me Um, and really led me to being quite an open minded person and really valuing people's uniqueness because I was able to see that reflected in different myths and legends um 
different religions, different spiritualities. I read a lot and kind of, for me, the undercurrent of all of them was that theme of love and the spark of the the divine in all of us. And I take that spark of divine one step further. And I believe everything has a spark of divine in it. Plants, animals, people, water, fish, crystals, air, sun, everything, planets, all have the spark of creation. We all have this thread of connection and love running through us. And that's really helped me as both a child and as an adult. And then, you know, my, when my husband left, my ex-husband left, and that whole divorce, going through that suicidal period and being super depressed, that's when my spiritual beliefs really came into their own. And that's when things like ritual, building my own ritual, that's when vision boards and pulling cards, crystal energetic, and tapping into my intuition that shit saved my life I'm not exaggerating when I say that and then coupled with the practical sort of self-reflection and self-work and journaling and mirror work and working with a coach all of these things helped me to heal my trauma to heal myself of anxiety and depression and to really bring me home to myself again to find that I was the person I was looking for I was my own soulmate you know and that's what this book's going to be about um how to use similar not so that you can like do exactly what I did but to use my experience and the things that work for me as a jumping off point for you to build what you need in the world, um, what you need to experience um, as, a, as a jumping off point to spark your own creative ideas around building ritual, around your thoughts on spirituality, around tapping into your intuition, you know, all essentially I just want this book to bring you back home to you um, and hopefully you will see that in my story and in the thoughts that I will put down the book and I want it to have practical points so that like at the end of each chapter there's stuff for you to do um like creating your own um spell bottle which is essentially like a 3D 3D uh vision board that's kind of how I think of them or how to build your own altar or how to do ancestor work, you know, jumping, I mean, not that you have to follow it step by step, but just little practical things at the end of the each chapter to just give you, like I said, a starting off point so that you can create your own. Um, I really, <laughs> like I've always said, my dream job would be to be so, like this witch of the forest, this woman that lives in nature and this cute little cottage that people came down the road to and they just sat in my parlor and we drank tea or coffee and we sat and we talked and you felt seen and I would be like 
loving on you and reflecting back your beauty and your joy and your uniqueness and your gifts. And then maybe we pull cards and I'd give you, fill your pockets up with crystals and make you up a herbal tea or a plant potion and away you go. <laughs> Off to live your happiest life, you know? That, that's why I call myself a wellness witch. It's not because I think I'm freaking Harry Potter or because um, I walk around dressed in black with a pointy hat on my head mumbling chants and shit under my breath. No, a witch to me is a person very much in touch with their inner wisdom, very much rooted in the earth and the magic that's found in the everyday. A witch is a person that can hear their inner voice and can tune into the cosmos and really just helps themselves and helps others to find their inner their inner magic their inner medicine their inner beauty their inner joy like everything that we need is within us and we keep searching we're so programmed i've said this time and time again we're so programmed to search with without you know in the outside world for the thing that we need that thing that you need is inside you and i believe for me that's what i mean when i say witch is a person that will use nature will use crystals will use plant medicine will use energy will use cards and intuition and all of these little tools to help find your your truth um and obviously, I call myself a wellness witch because, I, you know, I've got the naturopathy and the herbal medicine and the aromatherapy training and, you know, a kind of wellness witch just <laughs> to me blends this whole aesthetic as to what I am and how I live. Um, and that's what I feel like this book for me is going to be, like it's going to be a way for me to kind of show you my path and what I do to help my mental health and my healing and the hopes that it's it's a catalyst and a jumping off point for you and I really hope that that comes through in the book and I really hope that you feel the love that I'm putting into it like in the energy and the calm <laughs> like the biggest compliment anyone can give me is when they come into my home and they go wow Oh, it's just such a good space. I feel so calm. I feel so safe and relaxed, you know? And for me, that's huge because how often do we feel stressed and unsafe out in the world? Like contentment isn't the right word because for me, contentment kind of feels complacent and like there's no room for passion and for, you know, energized and vitality contentment kind of feels a little bit stale and stagnant but contentment is the closest word I can get to how how I can want people to feel like you're good in this present moment you are held you are seen you are safe and you are happy and love and whole you know and I'm hoping that much like my house when people come to visit and say that 
I want this book to be <laughs> an extension of that energy for whomever reads it. So I thank you for listening to me. I just wanted to kind of, before I started the whole writing journey, to kind of immortalize it in this podcast episode and to sort of explain my intention for it and to explain what I mean when I say like I'm a wellness witch because sometimes people get hung up on that word witch um which is another reason why I like using it because I feel like it kind of helps take the the negative potency away from the word um and we all have that wise woman component to us or wise man component to us. We all have that little inner witch, the little witch in all of us, I think, um, is said in Practical Magic, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's it. I um, thank you so much for listening, as I said before, and thank you for coming with me on this journey. If you, if you kind of want to know more and see more then I invite you to come follow me on Instagram because I'm going to be documenting a lot of it and if you want to like more of a behind the scenes and to get like your hands on some written material in the form of pdfs and to have new moon ceremonies you know virtual circles and card readings and all that kind of witchy fun, then I invite you to come over to my Patreon page. I would love to start seeing that community build more just because it's such a fun creative space and I enjoy sharing my wisdom and I would um, love to start getting more community over there and and building that sort of exchange of information between everyone. And I've got two beautiful members as of now and I'm so grateful for them please if you are listening know that I so appreciate everyone's support from Instagram and Facebook and and Patreon and those of you who reach out to me like it means the world it really really does and I and I don't take your time and attention and love and connection I don't take that for granted I'm very grateful for you all on a daily basis. So I hope you have um, a beautiful, beautiful rest of the day. Enjoy your week. And I'm not sure that I will do an episode next week just because I'm not sure how time will go with the lead up to Christmas. So I might take a couple of weeks break, but then I will be back into it. Um, if I'm not back next week, have a beautiful Christmas and New Year's. Talk again soon.